folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Join me this week is our co-host, Mamatsu Mamatsu. Say what's up to the people. Howdy ho, people. What the fuck was that? Fine. I, I say howdy ho. <laughs> that was some of like, the most stereotypical like cowboy white shit I've ever heard in my life, and I live in the States. Don't say that you never heard anybody saying that before. No, nobody says howdy ho. <laughs> nobody says howdy ho. Oh my. I don't care where you from. <laughs> like the closest you'll get to that is Ned Flanders on The Simpsons with a hi howdy ho neighborinos, and that's it. <laughs> no actual person says that ever at all. No. Oh. Don't oh, ever no. do that again. Maybe I'm, I, I'm only a virtual person who like computer generated or stuff. Maybe. I, <laughs> Maybe I, that I is. I guess me. so. Yeah. Mm, I, mm. I guess so. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna preface this one for you guys. I am feeling a little bit under the weather, so if I sound a little funny, now you know why. And there will be intermediate uh, tea breaks during this podcast, but you know I can't leave y'all hanging, so we're just gonna keep it moving. Uh, this week <laughs> we have we are reviewing. Uh, the final flash from last season, um, and that show that we chose to do was the strongest sage with the weakest crest. And on to top it off, not only are we doing our final flash for last season, we're starting our first flashes for this season, and we're extending our first flashes. So instead of doing three shows from the new season, we will be doing eight. So we'll be getting a full eight shows with our first impressions on those. Um, but before we dive into that, we got Mamats with the question of the week. Mamats, what you got? I mean, you know what, man? Um, it is hard. It is going to be hard that we are going to choose like one from the eight, like right <laughs> of the first. It's matches. not going to be hard picking one from the eight. That'd be easy. Um, depend, depend on what of uh, what is the pick of, of the flashes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, we do, I, I went. I made sure I picked a lot of variety this season. So we're not doing like five isekais. No, we got one isekai. I got some slice of life in there. We're gonna we're gonna get a good mix. How can you pick only one isekai? Because there's only like what seventy percent of it is, is isekai. <laughs> there's a lot of isekai. It wasn't yeah. easy. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't easy. But I did it. We're only doing one isekai. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, right, the, the question, question of the week, week yeah, the question of the week is, um, if you have the the option of um, just um, being dead and never being reborn again, or being reborn or be reincarnated, I guess, which one do you choose and why? That is a very strange question, sir. Would I rather just die outright, mm-hmm. be reincarnated, mm-hmm. or what was the last one? Being reborn or redo your life, kind of like the redo of uh, uh, healer. Oh, so relive my life, yeah. be reincarnated, or just mm-hmm. die. Yeah. Um, do I remember everything from my previous life? No. 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 So I'm basically starting a new life. Um. Yeah. So if I'm um. If I'm reincarnated, that means I also don't remember anything from my previous life. Yep. So technically, that means there is no difference between the three scenarios that you've established. 
I mean, you are dead in, in the first option. The second option is that you are redoing your own life, the life that you have had before. Well, no. And we... Well, no, no, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When we look at, when we look at um, what makes you, you, mm-hmm. what makes Mamats, Mamats, what makes Shannon, Shannon, mm-hmm. it is the, the collective memories that we've established in this life. Yeah. It is the decisions that we've made are what make us who we are. So yeah. if I no longer have those memories, I die. Yeah. There's no But... difference for me. The Shannon that exists now, there's no difference mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. between if I were to choose to die and stay dead, to be reincarnated, or to redo my existing life. There would be no difference between those three scenarios because I don't remember who I was. Mm-hmm. So that original person who I was no longer exists. Yeah. So there's no difference in those scenarios. I mean, the question is technically weird, I guess. Yeah, you are technically die in all of this uh, option, uh, but if you have to choose one, which one will you go for? I mean, if I if I absolutely had to choose one, I guess I would be reincarnated, um, mm. because there's no guarantee that if I redo the, my my existing life that I would make the same decisions because I don't remember. So yeah. there'd be nothing really to drive me to change the decisions that I've made. Um, All right. So I guess I would. I guess I would be reincarnated. <laughs> yeah, you can be reincarnated as anything at this point, I guess. Right. Right. I can also be reincarnated as a fly that gets stuck to some flypaper. That yeah. is not appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's say that you you still retain all of your memories then. So what would it be? Retaining all of my retaining all of my current memories. Yeah. I would be I would relive my existing life. And why? Because I can make strategic changes to make this life better. Okay. So for example, what exactly? Okay. So there's a handful of things. Mm-hmm. There are a few issues, like things I would need to change in order to make my life easier. Yeah. Um like the way I handled school, for instance. Um Okay. Uh, the way I handled like college, things like that. Yeah. Also, going back, knowing what I know now, all I would need is one set of lottery numbers with a win <laughs> over $300 million. You know that that would change your your path of life uh, drastically, I guess? Oh, absolutely. You never encounter I'm fine with that. The, the same person that you um, encountered before. Well, no, no. See, that's the key, though, is to position that that change mm-hmm. at a strategic point in time. Mm-hmm. I choose the I choose the point in time where the least amount of damage can really be done at that point. Mm-hmm. So for my development, it would have to be after I turn 27. So any point after I'm 27, mm-hmm. that's when I do it. Because after that point, nothing significant changes by whether or not how much money I have. Um, Life gets easier, but it doesn't change who I've met or what I do. It may change a job or two, but mm. by 27, uh, actually 32, 32. Um, by that point, it doesn't like, no, because I have one friend I've met after that that is important to me. Um, but as long <laughs> as I do it at that point, then the people I've met won't matter, then it won't change. 
Um, and I can make my life significantly easier. Uh, I've um, been speaking to us a lot of us today. <laughs> I, I mean, depending on the circumstances, that we will never met, right? We will never meet. No, we would have met. We met oh, online. Cool. Doesn't mean my life is going to change that drastically. Well, I, I don't know. You got a lot of money. Maybe you'll be busy um, spending your money and stuff. Actually, no. So this is going to be completely off topic. Um, mm. I have <laughs> I've had a rule in place um, for if I ever won the lottery since I was a kid. And wow. I, it's been, the, the first part is to prove my grandfather wrong. Um, okay. And a lot of you are like, that's weird, but I love my grandfather dearly. And this is the one time I want to prove him wrong. Um, he's no longer with us, but I still mm. need to prove him wrong. Um, I told him if I ever won the lottery, anything I got over $8 million, which is my retirement money, I would mm. give half away to charity. He said, that's uh, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Said, he, he said that wouldn't happen. I'm, like if I won, if I won a substantial amount of money over eight million dollars, anything past the eight million. So if I won twenty million, um, twelve million of that, I would get half of it away. Now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I never said it had to be in a lump sum. It just means that over time, I have to give away. Um, I have to give away six million dollars. So that could be done over the years, uh, taking investment earnings and giving them away, totaling that $6 million. Now, in order to keep myself from just going on a spending spree, the rule, second rule I have for that is I have to take um, I have to take a million dollars and I have to do a Brewster's Millions. For those of you who don't know, who are too young um, who are, or who aren't from the States, Brewster's Millionaire, uh, Brewster's Million, wait, wait, no. Yeah, Brewster's Millions is a movie starring Richard Pryor. Um, great comedian, where his long-lost uncle leaves him $300 million. But in order to get that $300 million, he has to spend $30 million. But there's a catch. At the end of, he has to do it in 30 days. At the end of that 30 days, he can own nothing. He can, anything that he spends the money on, he can own, he can have nothing left over. So if he buys a shirt, he loses because he owns a, he owned a shirt that he bought with that $30 million. Oh. He can own nothing purchased with that money at the end of that 30 days. He can only give away 10%. He can only gamble 10%. The rest has to be spent. And the point is to make it so that he hates spending money. So my, my first year... I would do a Brewster's Millions with a million dollars and force myself to spend a million dollars and to the point where I don't own anything at the end of that time. So I hate spending money. <laughs> I don't know about I hate spending money. I mean, you technically has to spend like a million a day, right? Just give away a uh, million He had a to day. spend a million day. You can't. You can only give away 10%. Oh. There's rule. That's what I said. The rules are you can only give away 10%. I think it's 10%. You can only gamble away an additional like 5 or 10%. So that still leaves so the bulk of the money. So you need to spend money, but you, you cannot give it away at the entire... You cannot give it away. Yeah. You, cannot, oh. you cannot... Oh, and you Got cannot it. destroy... You cannot, you cannot destroy what inherently has value. Mm. So if I have... $30 million and I buy the Mona Lisa. I can't burn it. So, but one of the tricks he did 
which was super, which was awesome. There's a rare stamp um, that was printed upside where it's like a plane and the plane was printed upside down. There were only like a hundred of them that were ever printed and made it out into circulation. Um, in the movie, it sold for like $1.5 million. Well, mm-hmm. he can't destroy it because it would he would forfeit. So what did he do? He used it for its intended purpose. He mailed it. <laughs> By mailing it, he voided its worth. So there, <laughs> you have to get creative with it. So, Great job. And so by the by the end of that time frame, he hated spending money, and that's that's something that I was that I would do in that situation. Um, so but, basically, yeah, buy buy like, like a high high value thingy and use it as as it intended to, I guess. Right, like so. Say um, if I buy like so a like rare coin or, or rare money or something like that. Use it as a money, right? Yeah, if you buy if you buy a rare coin and then you spend it, like a rare quarter, and you spend it, technically you haven't destroyed its value. You used it for its intended purpose. Yeah. But the problem is, is I don't know if that counts as giving it away because it technically it's has not value. Giving away. It's just coinage. It I know, but that's the tricky away. part. Yeah. That's the tricky part. Yeah. It's not like literally, hey, you can take this coin, no? Right. <laughs> Oh my! But he can uh, can he use it to buy like a, a vending machine, like a can of drinks or soda? Um, yes. He technically so buy, own the soda. You can I guess. buy food. Well, no, you, but he drinks the soda. Once you drink the soda, it no longer has value. Ah. So, like one of the things he did was he took um he took all his friends out to dinner. He, he hired a bunch of people to do random jobs that didn't mean anything. Um. One one of his big ones was he rented he was he used to be a minor league baseball player. He rented his minor league team, flew them from Hackensack, New Jersey to New York, chartered a helicopter, flew them from the airport in New York to the <laughs> landing pad on Staten Island so that they could beat meet the marching bands. The march he rented the marching band and all that stuff, all the performers. Then mm-hmm rented a bus, drove them from the Staten Island um landing pad, put them on a bus, drove them back to <laughs> drove them back to the main main like the airport <laughs> to go to the hotel. Why a so, bus though? Is renting a bus um, a, a lot more um expensive than like actually rent, no no it wasn't like, a bus, it was limos. It was oh, limos. Okay, limos, okay. Yeah. Limos so literally sense, and it's all right? it's just it's just doing little things to spend money that aren't something that he can accrue. So if you haven't watched the movie, I highly recommend it. Total side note to our, to this podcast. What yeah. It's about Brewster's Millions <laughs> starring Richard Pryor. Watch it. It's amazing. Thank me later. Um, you need to But, answer your own question. <laughs> back to the topic, though. I'm siding with your grandpa. That will never happen, though. What, if I won, uh, if I won the lottery, I would never give away half the money? Yes. Again, the key is not to give away. The key is not to simply say, okay, I have $12 million, take six and just get rid of it. Mm. The key is to set that six aside into a safe investment. And over time, take that money, whatever return I get on that investment, donate Mm. that money to charity. As time progresses, I will reach that $6 million goal and still have the original $6 million accruing interest. I don't know. I'm just siding with your granddad over over here. 
how are you siding with my grandpa? I don't know about you, like, uh, what to spend your, your like, hard-earned money to some other random person in the world, no, I guess. No, there's there's a lot of things I'd love to do um, to help people. But, okay. And I've thought about I've thought about it a lot, but that's a whole different topic that has well, nothing to do with anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right, so I will answer my own question then. Um, I I will not change anything. If I don't have any regret, I I will just go die and pass away peacefully, I guess. Because um. In Why? my opinion, I, I don't want to change my life. I, I love what I have achieved so far. Um, I have like a couple of uh, like really close friends that I can rely on. Um, I met you guys um over the internet. I don't want to change that, any of that at all. And yeah, Just I, I am do it the right way, my friend. Yeah, I am pretty happy with my life right now. Even though I still haven't met like the person that I will spend my life with forever i guess still I, i'm telling you i'm telling you she's you're just waiting until you fly over to the states oh no an american girl Man, american, <laughs> wow wow <laughs> but if i have regrets let's say that in the future i have regrets i will not redo my life i will just the uh, reborn um, option i guess i don't care what i i'm reincarnate into and I, i i don't know in which era that i will reincarnate into but i will choose that route start start new start Ooh, new leave. that's another important question do yeah. you reincarnate strictly to the future or can you reincarnate in the past don't know random right right right. but is it a possibility to die in 2022 and be reincarnated in 1976 um no Uh, keep going so you forward, can only reincarnate forward. Yes. Okay. That that was an important question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. That I guess that's it for our, that weird question of the week. <laughs> yeah. If if you guys have your uh, own um opinion on this part, you can hit us up on our social media. We are at Shitake Podcast everywhere. Okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know the deal. Yeah. So I guess let's get right into the first flash. All right, so we're doing the final flash, not first flash. The first flash. Uh... Oh, no, we're doing first flash. You're right. I'm tripping. Yeah. Um, yeah. First flash, first flash. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm sick. I don't feel good. I'm out of it. <laughs> All right, so the first flash we're doing for the spring season 2022 is going to be one A-Stab Life. Huh? One of oh, the eight. one of eight. That, yeah, yeah, one of eight. Um, is a stab life great escape so this one synopsis is going to come from my enemy list it is, uh, I'm just going to read the first paragraph mm-hmm. the distant future after reaching its peak earth's population fell into decline AI was developed to help preserve the species and manage the ecosystem a grand experiment in human diversity through genetic engineering a diverse array of people including beast folk, magical beings and more was created to live in diverse city separated into walled clusters so That's the short of it. Essentially, you have these girls who are, what do they call themselves? Extractors. Um, extractors. 
Um, And what they do is they take somebody and they will, if they're unhappy with their lot in life, they will extract them to a different city to try and see if they can live a happier existence. But the problem Mm -hmm. is that the powers that be don't want them doing that. So if you do try to leave, they'll try to kill you. And that's the short of it. That's just the short of it with this series. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just go into scores with this one. Um, What what are you going to give them, Mats? Um, I will give it a six for now because I I feel like this show will get really deep into your skin. It feels like because it's all about do you really want to escape your life or just just take your own fate? I guess just accept your own fate, right? It, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what the show was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give the show a four. So far, wow, a lot lower. So, like, mm-hmm. so the character—I didn't like any of the characters so far. Um, um, yes, they don't really make a lot of sense. So that synopsis did a better job explaining the why the character. The current world, right? Yeah. If the, you yeah, didn't read then, the synopsis at all and just watch the first episode, you will not get any of that. Yeah. No, like you—you're you're gonna be confused as to why there's a werewolf, a slime. Mm. And then a bunch of random other girls with guns. And yeah. that's it. That's all you really know. Yeah. And <laughs> and you start <laughs> off at a funeral. <laughs> yeah. You start off at a funeral and find a dead body in a casket. And it's like the dead body sneezes. And now everybody's under attack. Mm-hmm. The, the first episode does not do a good job at all of drawing you into the story. Or of just ex- explaining the characters of what's really going on. Yeah. I mean, they just give it like the first impression that this this uh, one group is kind of cool they have like doing the action thingy with guns and getaways car and stuff that is how yeah, they that's tra- you yeah <laughs> that is how they tra- attract you I- in the show without telling the whole story i guess i mean the first episode shouldn't have tell the whole story i guess no but you least establish the world you're living in Yeah, they failed to establish that, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean the, the animation is not that great. Um, it it kind of feel like like a drawing just move around, you know, not not fully fledged um, animation, in my opinion. Yeah, it was like half CGI, half like drawn. Mm-hmm. And I I was not I was not for it. I was not there for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I don't know. Maybe later on it will become good. Who knows? Who knows? But for the first impression, um, this I don't know. It's going to be like um going uh, along the theme of do you really want to escape your life, right? Escape from your problem. Escape right. from everything. Escape from re- realism. Do you want to? I mean, in the end. Escape is not, um, what do you call that? It's not the solution of everything, you know? I, I think that's where they're going to go with it. I think there's going to be like a whole extent, like existential thought process that's going to go along with this show. But it, for me right now, it's just not there. It, there's yeah. not enough information in the first episode to make me want to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch another one. Um, even with my three-episode rule, like I probably would have given up on this in the first episode. Um, yeah. 
uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's it, though. Um, there's nothing much we can um, say because we only watched the no, first episode. No, because we don't really know anything. Yeah, we don't know anything. I mean, I don't know if the action is good or not. What do you think of the action, though? No, it's not. <laughs> like, the wolf dude just keeps, like, throwing himself into the air. And I'm like, okay, is he just going to, like, bounce from, like, robot to robot killing it? And it's like, no, he's not. He just jumped out, shot one, and then all of a sudden we're looking at somebody else. Like, there's... <laughs> I can't, I can't... This show's got a long way to go to redeem itself for me. Um, a long way to go. And it's... I'm not hopeful. Yeah, I mean, I guess we will see if this is the best one among uh, our picks so <laughs> of the first match, but... Yeah, we will see. We will see. But I, I, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think I, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for our first flash for East Up Life Great Escape, mm-hmm. um, aka Establishment in Life, I guess is the other title. Yeah. Um, and I don't really like the title either, but whatever. Step <laughs> Life. What the heck? Yeah. Great Escape. Like, um, they, yeah, no, no. No, no. All right, moving on, moving on. All right. Um, so getting, so we're going into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, our review for the strongest sage with the weakest crest. Um, mm-hmm. as we said earlier, this is one of our this is our final flash for one of um last season's uh first flash picks. And in my opinion, probably the better one of those three. So the synopsis for this show, in case you didn't watch our first flash. And if you didn't, I'm very disappointed in you. Wow. Sen- senpai is disappointed. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me, cha- let me change my voice. Let me change my voice. <clears throat> senpai is very disappointed in you. Yeah, it's a little very bit quiet. Yeah, I-, I get that. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I can't get deep like that. <laughs> you cannot get deep. All right. Anyways, moving on. You cannot get deep than that. You cannot get deep than that. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to play with you right now. You're lucky I'm sick. <laughs> lucky I'm sick. I'll try it again when I'm not sick. Um, all, right. all right. Synopsis for this one is going to come from Anime News Network. Uh, the synopsis for The Strongest Age with the Weakest Crest. His strength limited by the magical crest with which he was born. Matthias, the world's most powerful sage, decides reincarnation is necessary to become the strongest of all. Upon his rebirth as a young boy, Matthias is still to discover he's born with the optimal crest for magical combat on his first try. Unfortunately, the world he's been born into is abysmally poor standards when it comes to magic. And everyone thinks he's still marked for failure. Now it's up to Matthias to prove everyone wrong as the world's strongest sage. So that is the synopsis from my Anime News Network for Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. Um, let's start this off, of course, with scores and slogans. Well, Mats, what you got? I will give it a seven, though. Okay, I want to give okay. it ha- higher than that, but um, it becomes dull uh, uh, after a while. I, so I can my, understand that. My slogan for it is, um, this is my feeling uh, after I watch the show. If you are not taking any risks, you will go nowhere, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a seven as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and my slogan is going to be kill a demon for kill a demon for a magician. You'll be killing them all your life. Teach a magician to kill a demon. Now there's a plan. Um, yeah, I guess. 
that was like the most backhanded compliment. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. Lucky my I, 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 I really want to like this show, though. I really want to like the show, but yeah, it just keeps disappointing me, you know? You know, I wasn't disappointed in this show. Honestly, like, it was exactly what I expected it to be from watching the first episode. It did have some hiccups. Um, I don't the main know about character hiccups, is, though. They have the setup. Well, no, no, so there's, there's some flaws. There's okay, flaws. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character, of course, is OP as hell. Of course, um, we know that. Mm-hmm. And he's OP, but it's because he knows too much. I mean, so he has not been really living to, not really for a long time before right, and apparently, he decided like, to reincarnate after a thousand years. Right. Yeah. And the current people, he's considered to be the magic god. So, mm-hmm. but my issue, my, that's not really my issue. I think they fixed that, honestly, in having him teach everyone else, like, hey, I ain't that special. You can do yeah. half of this stuff. And then making it so everyone could. Yeah. My issue comes when it came to fighting demons for like the first half. He just yeah. showed up and just marked everybody. And it made it seem like, oh, he's weak. But then all of a sudden he just come through and just like, oh, no, I just pulled it out of my ass and just murked somebody. Um, and then when we finally get to like the second half, he's having the two girls take care of all the work. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, he's like, you don't, I don't need to do it. You two can do it. And I can just go do what I got to do. And I thought that was a, I thought that was a cool um, story mechanic. My problem comes um, when you have him face off against the big bad of the series, of the season. And instead of having this long, drawn-out, like, amazing fight, Mm -hmm. you pull out a... I think they call it a MacGuffin. Um, MacGuffin? I think it's called a MacGuffin. It's basically like an object that basically makes it so that the whole thing was pointless. Um, Because he gets that sword... Which translates. Oh, yeah. The one time sword. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. And he like literally slashes that fool in half and he's like, oh, he's dead. He's like, what? Like, wait, we can use that sword forever. No, that's a one time thing. It's broken now. And it's like, really? Yeah. That was like, the, that was the biggest letdown of the whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, did you finally get a worthy opponent and you murk him with a freaking magic sword that you never used before? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's it makes the whole thing seem pointless. It makes the whole <sighs> thing pointless. And they have the nerve to say that, oh, um, I am not the only um chaos demon around in this world. Right. And and how will you encounter that? I guess. I mean, to to be fair, he is not fully um. Uh, Awaken his power yet, I guess. He's not at his true potential of the crest, I guess. See, but that's the thing. They didn't spend any time actually talking about the potential of the crest. Mm-hmm. Like they just said, this is the best crest mm-hmm. to have. And then they just leave it at that. There's yeah. not really any explanation as to what makes it better than the others. Like they should, they talked about some of its weaknesses, but not yeah. what makes it great. Yeah. They only said that um this crest is good for close combat and this one is good for um enchantment range combat yeah yeah this one is good for for magic yeah all of that i don't know because maybe because of of the perception of the crest itself in in this current world that um 
stay I guess or the main character just doesn't want to really establish the real crest meaning I guess well I mean but that's the thing though is that like that's kind of the whole problem is that they didn't really set up the real explanations for half of this stuff mm-hmm. yeah I mean so. if they want to like really teach this uh, student in the second academy or whatnot doesn't he uh, he needs to start from the basic right doesn't he need well, to it's, get, it get the, the like... yeah doesn't he needs to it... get the perception right beforehand before he starts um teaching the other folks at the school well they made it seem like it was a more that this was the beginning like that's the beginning of everything i don't know that is the beginning of everything though i mean even after like a thousand years they still they still remain um know how to use magic in some ways but not 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 properly i guess so who taught them after the the thousand years gap i guess right well no so there wasn't so it wasn't that there was a gap in magical knowledge it's that most of magical knowledge was lost because of that explosion that happened um right after he reincarnated mm-hmm. um so this was their current level minus what was lost so at that point yeah i mean okay it makes sense that, that it makes sense that you're trying to reestablish what is kind of like basic magic and if no one's there to teach you what they consider to be basic it could seem advanced like wordless casting but if you think about it um if human is going back to to square one for example some of the demon of that era still um remains right like the demon that have been sealed or whatever so they know everything about the past world right but they, they can easily so um he... um i guess uh, demolish the world with the human in it you know? well no because most of the demons had already been wiped out yeah so but the, already, the, the, the last one though the last one that when the demon said i am not the only one right it bothers me though yeah and and by the looks of it he doesn't really know who is that demon though i don't know he seemed like he knew but then i mean yeah he, at, at least he is not the one who who sealed the demon i guess right right because if he no, does he wasn't know the that, one that sealed it yeah if he does know that he is already taking like a precaution or whatever to reseal the demon or or what not right? right he should have known that yeah because he still retain his um past memories and stuff so uh, um that's a little bit weird <laughs> no it's, there's definitely some weird there's definitely weird stuff in the mm-hmm. in their decisions in there um of the story but yeah and also this what he does go to to the he did go to the um treasury in the castle right why didn't he pick up the sword in the first place when he first get there i don't know okay so so sorry going back so remember i called it a macguffin mm-hmm that's the that's the right word a macguffin is an object or device in a movie or a book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Okay. So it's not really it's not really something that's there beforehand. They just do it to to move the story along. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, that is the sword then. Yeah, it feels like it's the the afterthought. You know, it really feels right. like that way. Yeah, and the whole teaching the the student and, and the teacher there becomes pointless. You know, because they are literally like a throwaway characters at this point because they didn't really do anything in the show, I guess. Other than joining the tournament once. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I I really want to l- love the show. I really want to love the show, but ah, they they just they have the setup ready, but they didn't go through with it. You know, it 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 is uh, as if uh, uh like they don't want to take any risk. You know, mm-hmm. they want to play playing it safe in for some reason, I guess. But but I don't know. Maybe you like them um, throughout the show. I don't know. Uh, what do you think of the magic system in here? It needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> it, it needs some work. Um, not even gonna lie about that. It needs some work. Um, yeah, yeah, most of the time it, it becomes like um, as long as you can imagine this thing can work. It will work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no real like mechanism behind it and stuff. But but what one uh, cool trick that um Alma, the archery girl, pull is really nice with the string and the the bow and arrow. Oh. Yeah, the guided arrow trick. Yeah, I mean uh, they show us once in the training arc, I guess, and whenever they, they pull that off again oh it is so cool man it is so cool it is really worried <laughs> they reward us with that at least i guess and don't get me started with, with the um, romance in here <laughs> well actually so this romance brings up an interesting uh, concept mm-hmm. um there was a, there's a certain TikToker I follow who has been very vocal about his dislike of anime because of the fact of how young the characters are. But that spe- is like the anime art. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm. Hang on. And his, his exam- one of his examples was Seven Deadly Sins, where Meliodas has been like peeping on Elizabeth since she was a baby, even though like they're both reincarnated souls. Yeah. Um, this show brings up an interesting concept because he is a reincarnated soul. So he's technically, if we're just kind of count living years, he's like 50. Um, mm-hmm. If we're just counting living years mm-hmm. and she is like 14. Okay. Would that make him a pedo? I mean, it, it, it goes back to what you said. What makes you, you is your memory, right? So Elizabeth right. has, as kind of written um, her old memory in the past, I guess. Uh, she only gets her memories back right before she dies. So anything prior to like the week before she dies is um, doesn't count. Yeah, but but she, she still retains her memories somehow, I guess. So I don't know. <laughs> if that uh counts as a pedo um in in today's world with, with the law and stuff then yes <laughs> but in in that world 
in the fantasy world, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter, I guess. So why why you want to put like our law in that anime world? That is the question, though. And that's a valid question. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the question of the week next time round. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the romance in here. Um, uh, I don't know. It's a bit weird. Like like you said. Um. She's still a child, I guess, the, uh, like preteen. Um, this time around, and he is technically like a sage who has lived like a hundred years or a thousand years. Who knows? Because he can cast like a um, immortality spell or some sort. I don't know. He can do that at least. So they didn't really tell how long that he has lived in his past life, right? Right. So yeah, and also they established the romance part, but again, they never go through with that. Like when um Lurie um I guess heard that um Matthias is going to go um on adventure and leave the school, and you feel like that there will be like a drama where um, when this girl will um, stop him from go and um, confesses her love and something like that. But no, they just never go through with that. <laughs> when the king um, summoned uh, Matthias to the castle um, and Matthias said that um, he wants to go uh, explore the world and literally uh, the girl said, oh, I want to follow you. And Matthias just, oh, um, okay. <laughs> so that is the end of the arc. <laughs> so what the heck was the setup before that? <laughs> oh, man. For me, this show is... Uh... And not to mention that this show is going to be forgettable in like a week or so. You will probably forget about it because... There's nothing really uh, stood up from this show. If you want to co- compare with the other show that has come out um, all these years, I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. It doesn't stand out very much. Yeah, all, all the cliche part, they've been using it for so much now. Like the <laughs> dragon girl becomes a lolly. And of course, why not? <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course, why not? <laughs> It's the usual stuff. I'm, these legendary dragons become a lolly and they join the party and go uh, and on adventure together, have like a really cringy comedy and stuff. The usual stuff. So, yeah. I do appreciate the lack of plot. So, what do you mean by that? The plot, you know. Oh, 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 the D plot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, plot. The D plot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh my. But still, though, I don't know. The, the comedy, they are pushing it a little bit too hard. I guess not. Not natural comedy, in my opinion. What do you uh, yeah, think of, of the dragon? Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, style, style, looks, appearance. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. I don't really have a preference for it either. 
So. I mean, you are the Dragon King over here. Dragon Opa. I am. I'm, well, I'm the yeah. Opa Dragon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know who I am. But the point yeah. is, it doesn't really change much. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I didn't have a problem with her dragon form. I don't really have a problem with her lolly form because she really is just like a basic side character. Um, there's not yeah, really I, much to her. So. She's supposed to be like this powerful legendary dragon, but she still cannot, um, I guess, go up to par with the demon, I guess. Right? It's well, she's like also dragon... still considered to be wounded, so... Um, yeah, the wing part, but I don't know if it affected her magic power. I thought they said something about... Actually, no, she yeah, she can't go toe-to-toe with a chaos demon. A normal yeah. demon, yes, but not a chaos demon. I don't know. The gap between the demon and the chaos demon is too big, in my opinion. And sure. like you said, uh, the, the MacGuffin, the, 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 the sword, the magic sword, Makes it even worse, I guess. Because um, when you think about it, they already set up like a world tier a barrier in the school, and even that barrier cannot hold the chaos demon, right? So basically, Matthias di- didn't really prepare for the chaos demon, as if that he doesn't know about their existence. You know? Well, yeah, but I mean. I don't know. There's there's a lot they didn't talk about enough. Because all he said was, I drove them to the brink of extinction. So you'd have to think that that means the chaos demons too. Yeah, right? But I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm, all right, moving on. Um, Is there anything that you like about the show, at least, though? Um. I do. I did enjoy like the fact that the magic was not simply like, like okay, here's an ultra-powerful spell. Um, and the teaching moments that he took with each person I thought were kind of cool. Cause like even that, um, the, during their hunt, their licensing exam, yeah. um, for the adventurers guild, when yeah. he was going up against his, his, the other person, he was still like teaching him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the fight scenes were really good in those regards, but. Yeah. I, I like the, the, the dungeon part of it. When they are trying, when he is trying to uh, train the two girls, and oh, he also yeah. want want to try his power because, like I said, he hasn't fully awakened his power yet. He goes down to like level whatever and try to defeat the 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 floor boss right there. I think that is one of the coolest part in the show, though, because that makes him like really not really OP in the show. That is his limit. Uh, so far, I guess in this season, I guess. And also, I I really like uh, when the two girls really, I guess, uh, level up with their power and stuff, and they truly make them to use. I guess. Yeah, I I guess that is the only great part in the show. I don't know. Um, the comedy in this. The dragon one, when they encountered the dragon, it's all the, the cliche part. Encountered the dragon, talk with the dragon, and the dragon becomes a lolly. And the usual, I guess. And uh, is there any fan service in here? I don't remember any. The only fan service is when the dragon turned into the girl, right? 
because they have no clothes, I guess. Yeah, because she doesn't have any clothes on. Yeah. But even then, they fix that real quick. There's not like a like a yeah, real they, they scene never, where it's like yeah, they never they never lured the <laughs> the scene at all. I guess they never sexualized the things. I guess no. Yeah. So that's that's why, like I said, I appreciate the lack of plot. So. <laughs> That should be your slogan, though. I appreciate the lack of plot. <laughs> that would have been better slogan for the show. <laughs> you know what? Right. I will use that one. change to appreciate the lack of plot. <laughs> I, I will use that one. <laughs> All right, that works for me. So basically, I've um uh, already uh, tell my um memorable scene, I guess. So, what about yours? Um, I, I gotta say it's I said mine too. It's the fight between I, I should have looked up character names. Um, <laughs> you know, I know I'm terrible with them. And I'm like I'll remember, and I was like no, no, I won't remember. Yeah. Um, it's the battle between Matthias and ah uh, Gil uh, Gilwa. He's the the teacher for, or he's the the examiner for the. Ah, the, uh, the, the, the the head of night or something. Yeah, the like the S rank adventurer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is cool though. That is cool. Don't you think? He literally oh, uses uses awesome. a magic, but he doesn't realize it. Right. He doesn't know he's using magic. Yeah, I I think he's a really great character though. I really thought that he's going to. Join Matthias party, but he is not. I thought so too. Yeah, he is not. Why? That's why. Oh, such a waste of characters. Such a waste of good characters over there. <laughs> oh my! But but the fight between the two of them is cool. Um, and also the fight between. Um, the the Asterag adventure and that demon though, it, pretty cool too. I guess so that one was okay. It just came down to just like a slashing match. Like yeah. who can just take the damage kind of thing. But I I guess that is the essence of the shonen anime, right? This guy just uh, uh, scream and the other guy just scream and they're both slashing the sword. That is the essence, man. That is the essence of, of martial art anime. <laughs> that is not the essence of martial arts anime. <laughs> when Goku said, come and the anime like, oh. Bite your tongue, it is sir. The, it is the same thing. <laughs> it is the same thing. And we, I don't like to me. You like that. You like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yes, I like certain ones like that, but that's not all of them. <laughs> but we need to give credit where credit is due, right? That is good. That, right. that is cool. Yeah. And honorable mention, um, when the second academy, they they have to send like, uh, some student to compete with the first um academy, I guess, because the principal of the first uh student academy don't want to cooperate or something like that. <laughs> that is, oh, that is savage. <laughs> Only five people is too much for for the first academy to handle. 
right. they, and they have like a crowd, a crowd of people, like more than 20 people, I guess, so they more than 20 students. Yeah, it's like probably like 20, yeah, more than 20. <laughs> and they have only five students, and it is, again, <laughs> too too much for them to handle. Oh, yeah. All right, so I guess that is all. We can talk about this, the story and the scene in here. Uh, let's move on to the characters. Favorite characters, Shannon. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Math- with Mathias. Um, I just I just thought he was an interesting character to watch and see what kind of plan he was gonna come up with. But actually, you know, I try to avoid main characters, but mm-hmm. I just gotta give it to him on this one. Don't you think that he monologued too much? He's talking to himself. Too what else much. was he gonna do? <laughs> What else was he going to do? He's like, I'm going to kill you. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. I feel like it is too much. Too much monologue. Uh, they need to explain stuff perfect. too much in here. And the way they, they did that is by monologue? Character monologue? Really? That doesn't um, uh, doing like a flashback of some sort um, works in here? I don't know. That is you just think me. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is just me though. Some people like um is okay with this kind of thing, but whenever a character has too much monologue in there, it, it annoys me. For example, in um you like in April, the main character always talking to himself, and that makes me sick. I don't like that at all. But yeah. Some people like it, some people don't. To each their own, I guess. As for me, um, my favorite character is um Alma, the archery girl. I think she's quite cool, and she's pretty lovable character. Though. Whenever the the king asks um what kind of reward that you want, I want money. Make me rich. <laughs> <laughs> Give me money, king. <laughs> I don't want your land. I don't want the title. Just give me money. She knows what to do. Yeah, she's honest like that. <laughs> and and the king just said, all right, we will give you a, a proper amount. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that, that, that girl. And yeah, the archery skill, pretty cool. Even though uh, Matthias is the one who, who teach, he, teach her how to do it. But still, to see uh, her in action, it's pretty cool. Um, how about uh, your least favorite character, man? Least favorite? Shouldn't it be obvious? And enlighten me. <laughs> the principle of the first economy. Uh, that's actually who I was. I was either gonna say him, or the <laughs> the the. the what was it? The Duke of that town with the labyrinth in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck between those two. Oh, man. They are both equal and they just need to die. So hard. Yep. That's it. We don't want to talk about it anymore. That's it. That's the one that we hate in this show. So... In conclusion, though, with all that we have said before about this show, um, do you think that 
this show deserve a second um, season? I, I would like to see where they take it with a second season, but they're gonna have to they're gonna have to bring it. They're gonna have to bring, bring something to bring to to amp it up a bit more because it did fall flat at the end. Like that that was the most anti anticlimactic final battle I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. Um and they are just using the same formula that any other anime are using right now. Have like an OP character, um, have a subpar story, I guess. And there's really nothing unique about it, per se, that makes it right. memorable in the future, you know? No, there's there's not. I'm not going to lie like there is. There's not. There's nothing that really separates it out. And mm-hmm. I, I guess saying that, I should probably lower the score to like a six. Wow. <laughs> well, no, because really, like, if it's if it's an unmemorable anime... Mm-hmm. With a lackluster ending, can we really call that a seven? Yes, I agree. Uh, I should follow your step there, I guess. Let's yeah, I mean, that's, that's 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 my whole point. Um, mm-hmm. If they're going to do a second season, they got to change up. They got to break. They got to make the stakes higher. There needs to be better stakes. Yeah, because right now, just Matthias just rolling through this town. Coming to the rescue every time, pulling a rabbit yeah. out of his hat isn't mm-hmm. it's not really thrilling. Yeah, um, the only the other character that, cool. that really uh sets it apart is the S rank um adventurer, right? Right. Yeah. Um I mean, don't get me wrong, Matthias's first few like demon kills were interesting and in seeing how he was gonna pull it off. Yeah. Um, like especially the especially the part where he made the demon overload, the mist demon overload on his own magic. Mm-hmm. And then turned him into a giant crystal. That yeah. was cool. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but such a lackluster final battle, it just leaves a yeah. bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, they really pretty much rely on this one sword to defeat this demon. And Matthias, um, as himself right now, cannot really do anything about it. And <laughs> the funny thing about the, how to activate the, the magic sword is that he need to die first. He need right. to die first so that the, the sword can activate. How is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that, that's a terrible, a terrible catalyst for the ultimate weapon is you have to die. You just, just trust me, you'll die and come back. It's fine. How did he test it to know that this would work? Yes, again, they they have the setup ready, but they just mess it up when they are trying to implement it. Uh, if they want to do that, at least give like a moment where um he is really on the verge of that, and those two girls come to to him uh, and sobbing and in sadness and desperation and or something like that. And then he he revive. That will be a, like a v- far better rewarding or final battle in my opinion. But in, in this one, just just blink and uh, and you you probably gonna miss it. He he never really yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> but 
if this show managed to get a second season, what I want to uh, really see in this one is that um the reincarnation of his best friend who used a, a, a sword, I guess. I think that will, would be really great. In addition of those characters and stuff. And the other student in the uh, second academy, make use of them somehow. Don't just make like them like a bystander or a background in the show. Even the principal on the second academy, make use of that character as well. Don't just make him as a messenger to 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 the king. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is too bad. I I really want to love this show. I really want to like this show. But yeah, yeah, it's really dull. But um, I don't know. Uh, do you want? Uh, will you recommend this show to other people, Shannon? I doubt it'll get a recommendation. I probably wouldn't <laughs> recommend it, no. Wow. All right. Never recommend this show, huh? Mm-hmm. Not even to, to the beginners? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, right? Maybe to a beginner. Maybe to a beginner, but, but, but yeah, that'd be about it. I don't know. Even for a beginner, if we, we literally give ask them to watch the show they will feel the same way as we do i guess this will leave like a really bit bad taste in his mouth in their mouth i guess i mean it could absolutely yeah so yeah no recommendation i guess nope <laughs> just recommend it to, to the enthusiasts i guess who who really hardcore in watching anyway yeah. they can handle this one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but they wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. You want some show? Yeah, watch this one and be gone. <laughs> so I guess that's it. That is the end of our review of um, what is it called again? The the strongest siege with the weakest crest. Yep. All right. Um, if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on. Oh, um, so for our Fung FM, uh, next week, what are we <coughs> going to watch next, uh, Shannon? So next we're going to be doing... Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this, 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 this set got me just losing my mind. Um, wise Man Grandchild. Wise Man's Grandchild. Yeah, Kenja no Mago or the Sitch grandchild, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Some, some, some call it wise man, some call it Sitch, but it is the same thing, I guess. Kenja, yeah. So we are going to I mean, watch that all, one. That's all a wise man is. <laughs> we are going to watch that one. I hope that that one doesn't suck as well. Um, and also, um, if you have any comment or suggestion regarding our shows or our future shows, uh, you can hit us up on uh, our social media. Where can people find us on, on the interweb, Shannon? So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Shitake Podcast. Or if you want to shoot us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's end the podcast like usual, I guess. Um... I mean, been living for a thousand years, 
can be a little bit boring. But you need to find something that can entertain you uh, during the whole period of time, you know. So by doing that, um, please stay safe and please don't die. While there may not have been time for Opai, there was time for love. When? Just when? It's young love. They're foolish. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's say it with me now. Um, Shitake. Shitake.